Welcome back to the M Movement. It is your host, Nomaris, or the person you're going to be hearing the most. And I'm up with a new guest. Her name is Sol. So, Sol. Hi, guys. It's Sol. Ah, I'm so, I'm so excited. excited. I feel like I'm just going to say that every single episode because it's just so amazing. And I just, I love it. I love it a lot. I just love having conversations with so many people. Yeah. And I'm so blessed to have you. Girl, it's an honor to be here. Ah, okay. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy too. Okay, so this topic was in my mind and I was like, I need to talk about this. And she has this amazing book called Captivated and um, you guys should really listen to it. I mean, you guys should really read it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> maybe an audio is coming soon. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, we'll just read it right now. We'll just read it. I'm joking. <laughs> um, so yeah, and this topic is called Light in the Darkness versus Darkness to Light. Um, it's actually related to this verse um, called John, called huh? John first five. The light shines in the dark, and the dark has never extinguished it. So that's so interesting for me because I always had this scenario, or I always hear this, you know, saying about like, oh, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I always like assume that you know this is just temporary right but throughout life you're gonna have darkness again like you're gonna have these trials and you're gonna feel dark and you're gonna Mm -hmm. have your lows you know so it's part of life it is and i always thought like you know oh there's gonna be end of the tunnel i mean there's gonna be light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) (laughs) but you know i'm just like this is crazy this is crazy so i love your book um, one of the quotes that you had that was like captivating. Ed, that's the uh, point of the title. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. It says, When my soul was in despair, you gave me air. Tell me more. So, well, I'll share a little bit more about the book and the background history of the book. So, back in like 2018, um, I was just minding my business, doing me, and out of nowhere, I get this idea mm-hmm. pop up in my head and it's like you should write a book and I thought to myself I'm like there's no way I'm writing a book like I'm not even qualified I don't even know how to write a book well, and all throughout elementary school I was in ESOL I hated reading <gasps> I didn't Same. even read books and so I kind of just threw the, the idea to the side because I'm like there's no way I'm ever gonna write a book and so at the time in 2019 I used to work at Universal mm-hmm and when it was my turn to walk to the break room i walk into the break room and i look at the tv and there's this commercial about a christian faith publishing company and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool that i walked into that so i took a picture of the commercial and i just kept it and i'm like you know what i'm gonna start writing so i started writing and i didn't like where it was going so i erased and started over like three times so then finally the third time i was like you know what i'm just gonna write little thoughts little quotes and so i started rolling with it and i was like man i like how it's going but i don't have a title Mm. so i started praying and i'm like god if this is your idea and this is something you want me to do you're gonna give me the title and everything's gonna come to pass yeah and so fair enough i was driving it's funny because god always comes comes through he comes in clutch (laughs) i like driving and I stop at a red light and I, I get this word captivated in my mind. Okay. And I, I'm like looking into space. I'm like captivated. And I was like, 
wait, that would be a nice title for a book. So I ended up titling Captivated. I called the Christian company and I told them, hey, I have a book that I want to publish. And then they were like, is it finished? And I was like, mm, no, not yet. So then finally I finished the book, I sent it over. And then they're like, okay, we'll call you back in three days if we approve your book. Wow. So then three days pass by and I get a call and I don't pick it up. <gasps> and then I get a voicemail and I'm like, I need to call this back right now. <laughs> so I call back and then she's like, the lady talking to me on the phone, she was like, all right, well, you know, yesterday we had a really rough day. We didn't approve many books, but today I'm calling you because I want to congratulate you and tell you that your book has been accepted and approved. Aww. And literally, I start bawling. I'm like crying. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And I doubted myself. And I was questioning. I'm like, man, I've never written a book. I don't have friends who are authors. I don't even know how to do this. Yeah. But fair enough, like throughout the entire process, everything was perfect. And mm -hmm. I'm like, this was God given. Yeah. Like, this was God given. Yeah. And so, majority of the quotes that I wrote on the book are like, Quotes that relate to my everyday life yeah. that I experience and that God helped me through. Wow. So that one, mm -hmm. the one that you said, um, oh my gosh, how did it go? How did I not know my own book sometimes? <laughs> how does it go? <laughs> When my soul was in despair, you gave me air. air. So there was moments in my life where I was struggling, and we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I'm like talking about my future and worrying about my future and mm -hmm. I want everything to be perfect and you know I want to do this and I want to do that because I want my family and my future family to be successful and, yeah um there was moments where I'm like god I went through a lot growing up mm -hmm. my parents got divorced it was like literally the worst moments of my life yeah and yet we pushed through and so having all that weight on me that i'm like i never want my kids to go through what i went through mm -hmm. so i started getting like anxious and like man i started getting stressed okay and i have never been someone to have stress or like anxiety or anything like that mm -hmm. and here's little 17 year old soul <laughs> stressing about her future and then i remember one day i was at church And I'm like praying to God. I'm like, God, I have never experienced stress in my life before or feeling anxious about anything. Okay. Even through the darkest moments of my life. And now that I'm worrying about my future, I get so stressed out. But yeah, I told him, I'm like, God, I give this to you. Mm -hmm. And I just want your peace and I want your freedom. And I want this weight lifted off my shoulders. And literally, fair enough, like after that, I started feeling better. And I'm like, you know what? And it's what we were talking about earlier. We're living every day 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 by day like one step at a time and that was the reason for writing that quote yeah in the book which i think is so important because i feel like people get caught up on you know wanting the future to be perfect but it's yes like, you need to work now exactly today mm -hmm. like the future will come exactly and god remains the same yesterday today and forever it says it in scripture so amen you gotta trust in it literally says worry about today for tomorrow will worry about itself yeah. like just like that i dealt with i dealt with anxiety like throughout my whole life but i didn't know i had anxiety until yeah good question last summer <laughs> last yeah. summer when i had all these responsibilities i had to do and then i was dealing with a lot like i just yeah. had so many responsibilities my family was in puerto rico so i had to move from house to house yeah. and like it was a lot to take in and i was dealing with like all my social like 
I didn't had anyone to go out with. Okay. You know, at that yeah. time, I only had like one friend, so it was like rough for me to, mm-hmm. I don't know, to have balance. Yeah. And I had I dealt I had a really big panic attack, yeah. like really big panic attack in church. Like it's wow. can it be any yeah. <laughs> like any worse? Yeah. So um. I had to deal with a lot of people like are you okay are you fine what's going on and it's not easy for me to like share yeah, that to people no, yeah. like you know to Especially anyone not many people understand exactly yeah. there's so many like people who like have different opinions about it mm-hmm. oh it's not an anxiety attack you're just thinking way too much girl that's the meaning yeah. of anxiety yeah. you know and a lot of other things is like a lot of people say oh i have anxiety but i'm like i've been diagnosed as yeah. you know in anxiety i have to have treatment for my anxiety yeah. and i like it's a lot of things to be in it mm-hmm. so a lot of things that i had to deal with because of my my diagnosis is like i feel alone you know and um i believe in this god but what can he do for me yeah, i'm different like everyone good. else you mm-hmm. know so when i read about these quotes and like just saying about all this stuff like you became father to me a fatherless like what what <laughs> just like i can't i can't i have no words you know to say because yeah. all of this from from my perspective is i thought i was alone i thought yeah. i was the only one who thought of this and yet when i read these quotes i'm just like uh when i'm when i open my eyes in the morning i'm reminded that i yet still endured the morning like yeah. what the morning like what yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i can't no. <laughs> i can't i just dude no like literally that's part like that's the reason why i initiated the book like that because i'm like I want people to know that people struggle. Yeah. That people go through dark times. That you know, not everything is peaches and cream Amen. and flowers. Mm-hmm. And like, no, sometimes we're down in the valleys. We're getting dirty. We're getting yeah. hurt. Like, and it's part of life. And I feel like, I don't know. Like, I didn't grow up in church, so my perspective on a lot of things are very different mm-hmm. than people who grew up in church and are like very traditional. I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. But like for example like when you're dealing through dark deep things that people just don't understand yeah i feel like it's like i understand i have to pray of course mm-hmm. i have to pray about it okay but i feel like there's more than just prayer yes like you have to seek for counselors and psychologists yeah. and get professional help sometimes and i feel like sometimes the church fails at that like they're just like just pray about it you'll be okay Ooh. like just you know just girl getting your word and you know you'll be fine no no mm-hmm. yes i have to do those things and yes i have done those things and they have worked out for me but sometimes i have to go and seek for professional help too whether it's like getting wisdom for an old from an older person like someone who's been in church or who has been through things and know how to get through like and that's just yeah like I, I feel like it's just so raw and real. Yeah. Like I've always been someone like that. I don't yeah. like sugarcoating nothing. Mm-mm. Like if I'm struggling with something, I say it. Yeah. Cause I'm like I'm not one to hide my flaws. We're all imperfect. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Shack? 
The Shack? No. So, I'm actually not a movie person or a TV Girl, person. We're going to have a sleepover. No. Okay. No, for real. Let me know when and I'm down. Wow. Okay. What is it about? Okay. I got you, girl. I got you. I bet you. you these people listening, I'm like, what do you mean she has never seen The Shack? All right, listen up. I don't listen. see movies or TV. I got you. So, The Shack, I only saw it twice. Okay. okay I only saw it twice. It's about a movie. It's about a movie. It's about a father. <laughs> okay. He lost his youngest daughter. Okay. And the whole family is dealing with mourning. He has... He blames it to himself. Wow. And, um... It's a lot. I mean, this yeah. the daughter, the the daughter that um, the youngest daughter has been abducted. So he was the one who had to find her um, to find if that's her, you know, clothes, if that's her body, you know, stuff like that. And it, it hurt a lot. So he wasn't healing. Um, his family was slowly broken apart, you know, and it was going through a lot. So one day. One day, okay. he receives a note, okay. right, that says you should come back to the shack because the when the daughter was abducted, that guy who abducted her mm-hmm. was in a shack, mm-hmm. and um, they found blood, they found a piece of her dress, wow. and all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he was like, "You should come back to the shack, Papa," and he was very hurt because Papa, the little girl called God, Papa, oh. right? So he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna go." He has this whole journey and there's these three people who represents God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. My love, it is amazing. It is amazing. It. I mean, the father has his own background story. He has an abusive father. Wow. The mother wouldn't do anything and he had to actually kill his father wow. so he can actually have a better life. Mm-hmm. So he have he has that carriage and then now he has an amazing family and then this happened Mm -hmm. so he has a lot of anger to god Mm -hmm. so this whole experience in the um in the setting of where everything happened he's like regaining his relationship with god Mm -hmm. and god isn't a figure of his mom because Mm -hmm. he hasn't you know forgave his dad so it's better for him to communicate with God. And you see Jesus, and then you see the Holy Spirit. I'm like, what is going on? Anyways. I'm so sentimental. Like, it I cry. Is. I'm such a crybaby. Whenever I do watch movies, mm-hmm. and there's like a sad scene, I'm like, <laughs> I need tissues because I'm such an emotional wreck right now. <laughs> so there was a scene. There was a scene where Jesus was like, um... He um he was like go to the boat go to the lake have some time I'm gonna join you later right and he went to this boat he was in the boat mm-hmm. and some reason he was getting this vision from the past and he was freaking out like he was freaking out the water turned into oil and he saw his kids mm-hmm. drowning due to like wow. you know he had a whole trauma yeah, yeah. and Jesus was like literally walking on water and he was calling his name calling his name and when you see jesus walk in the water you see that the water has been separated from the oil Mm. so when he's walking he just like separated the oil and he's trying to like you know have his intention and when he has his intention boom everything went calm you know and then he was like you know what let's get out of this boat and let's walk together and they legit they walk together they walk on water together yeah right sooner on later the guy was like oh we should go back to the house and you know the main character the father was like he tries to walk on water and it didn't work Mm -hmm. jesus like it's better when we do it together Mm -hmm. 
and that's good. um we can't we have this perspective that we can handle things by ourselves yeah but god always rep- always res- like always reminds us that it's better if we do it together yeah. you and know the, when it even goes far back into the beginning of the scriptures where god first made adam mm-hmm. and then the only time that god said something wasn't good was when adam was alone yeah so he made eve yeah we're never we have never ever meant to walk through life and do life and go through terrible dark difficult times by ourselves because i feel like like okay there are moments where you have you know to isolate to heal to get better but you're never meant to stay there Ooh, yeah you reach out to friends have friends have mentors i think mentors is such an important thing in this walk and i think not a lot of people have access to it it yeah but having a mentor changes your life it because does it's someone you can relate to like re- like lean on and mm-hmm. and like for example keep you accountable when you're yes. like trying to get out of an addiction or doing something bad and so it's so important that's so good mm-hmm. because even then like the holy spirit lives inside of us yeah we're not alone Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we don't have people, like physical people around us, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, I'm talking about a lot of people for myself, like when I go through things, sometimes I, I question God and I'm like, God, where are you in my life? Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you here? Like, I need you. Exactly. I'm going through a tough time right now and I don't feel you. Yeah. And it's like, he is there. You're just getting in your head, sis. Yeah. The devil likes to tell you, you know, you're alone. Nobody's Ooh. there. Mm-hmm. God, who's that? Ooh, yeah. Oh, he forgot about you. You remember what you did yesterday? Mm. Nah, you don't deserve God's love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes we have to quiet our minds. Because our minds are literally our worst enemy. Yes, it is. We have to quiet our minds and tell ourselves, like, no, that's a lie. Like, the truth is that God is with us wherever we go. Mm-hmm. And he's always there. Mm-hmm. And he loves us. He forgives us. And he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. Yeah. And sometimes, like, sometimes we get in our heads and I'm like, but I didn't deserve that sacrifice, you know? Yeah. I don't deserve that. That should have been me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, sis, God loves you. Mm-hmm. And he loved you so much that he sent your son, his son Jesus to die on the yeah. cross for you. For you. For your place. And... Although you may not feel worthy, God saw you worthy enough too. Yeah. And I think I wrote a quote like that on the book. Like, oh, I know, I know what it is. I, I, I bet it. I bet it. I got you. I got you. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Uh, it was like something about worthiness. Worthiness, like worthless, right? It was like in the beginning. Something like that. I got you. I should have read my book before I came here. Oh. You're right. I wrote it. I promise. Uh, I can't find it now. But anyways, yeah. Um, I dealt with oh, in times of feeling unworthy, you remind me that I was worth dying, dying for. Yes. Oh my god. I'm I'm not crying, but I am. <laughs> so not only I dealt with, mm-hmm. I have social anxiety and I have depression as well. Mm-hmm. So there be times when I'm so excited and I'm hanging out with my friends and then yet yeah, I feel like there's a like thought in my mind that little white noise mm-hmm. that is just like saying you shouldn't hang out with them just go home yeah just yeah. go home you know like mm-hmm. they they don't deserve you you're gonna hurt them mm-hmm. look what you're doing right now wow. you're not talking to them 
oh you're not worthy of like spending like you know their time with them you know it's better if you're not even a part of the friend group that's like my brain you know and i was just thinking of that it is and that's dark it is it really is because you know these the these friends that i have now they're they're an answered prayer so of course the devil wants me to be Mm -hmm. away from them Mm -hmm. and it was rough for me you know i literally drove home and i i was just like crying because i was so scared i was so scared that my brain can Mm -hmm. make such sad and dark thoughts Mm -hmm. yet there was one moment where i was just i was like god i'm scared and then he was like i'm here and then the thoughts were gone the thoughts were gone and i was driving home peacefully and that that next day the morning i was reading my daily breathing breathing my daily reading and there was a verse i don't remember where it was but he says um they were talking about jesus and he said because he was tempted Mm -hmm. he will help those who are tempted Jesus was tempted when he was yeah. doing that 40 days of, of, of fasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? you're so faithful and you're so loving that you, like, mm-hmm. your son, you know, yeah. he's using that experience that he dealt with so that he can help us. Mm-hmm. You know, he dealt with rejection. He yeah. dealt with the temptation. He dealt with, like, mm-hmm. people making fun of him. Yeah. And I'm like... So you know, and now he's going to use it for us. Yeah. The more I spent reading about Jesus, the more I spent reading about the letters that the disciples has made, mm-hmm. um, I get more fond of God and mm-hmm. I get more close that I feel like I have company now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bro, I was reading right. Paul. I was reading Paul. I love Paul. Yo, okay, guys, <laughs> for the people who don't know Paul, so his name is actually Saul, Saul. right? Mm-hmm. And he was known as the killer of the Christ. Yeah, <laughs> like, he persecuted Christians. He persecuted people who just said, thank you, Jesus, and bam, he's you're dead. dead. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're dead. Yeah. Yo, then one day God's like, not anymore. Mm-hmm. And he did his own little path. Like, he blinded him. And then yeah. he's like, yo, 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 it's G-O-D. You're going yeah. down. You yeah. know? <laughs> and, like, then after that, he was, like, three days blind. And, mm-hmm. um just talking to god and then he sent one of the other people to like yo i'm gonna treat you god you know everything he has his own testimony and ever since then he changed his name from saul to paul and literally spread the gospel yeah and actually the crazier part which i love the story of paul is that he wrote majority of the new testament exactly now imagine that a killer of christians and he's the one who wrote majority of the new testament come on now you can't tell me god can't use you mm, he can't use you if exactly. he used paul he can use you exactly and that dude paul's story blows my mind because i'm like man i read a verse and he was like oh yeah you know god sent his one and only son christ jesus to forgive all sinners for whom i'm the worst he declared that he's for whom I'm the worst Mm -hmm. because he killed all those people and he still holds that Mm -hmm. he still holds that but yet he's still spreading the gospel Mm -hmm. and I'm like yo I'm the worst I feel like I'm the worst and yet he brought his one and only son to forgive me yeah not only the sins that I have done in the past but the sins that I'm gonna do in the future like what and you have all this plan and you have this purpose that Mm -hmm. you want me to be a part of 
bro, for whom I'm the worst, then we should all, like, believe, you know? Yeah. For whom I'm the worst, then I should continue walking in the path that he Mm -hmm. has created for me before I was even born. Yeah. So, I actually wrote, oof, I wrote, now that you said that before I was born, I think I wrote a verse in the book that says, um, before I was born in my mother's womb, you called me your daughter. Mm. Or something like that. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I should have read my book. <laughs> I th- yeah, I yeah. just saw it actually. I was like, no, no, I don't know where it is. No. I only saw the one of like, I'm fearfully, wonderfully made in your image, yet the lies in my mind are trying to distort your image. Oof. There was an- there's another one I wrote that says, um, so bad <laughs> I like the one something about insulting the art the artist made yo I saw that and I was like ooh she got me like, no because it's so true like sometimes we're going so off topic, topic yeah, but I love it I love it no I love it because and I feel like a lot of people are insecure about the way they look and it's like and I have my moments too I'm like dang god what if I was skinnier like more fit i need to go to the gym and i need to lose weight and i need to do this keto diet which i terribly failed at because i cannot do keto for my life but god made me this way like these lies in my head are literally distorting my image because i'm beautifully fearfully and wonderfully made like why 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 am i questioning god when he created literally the entire world yeah with his hands he created everything and he created me. Mm-hmm. And if he saw that everything was perfect, then why am I not? Why don't I feel like I'm beautiful? Why yeah. don't I feel like I'm pretty? Like, no, God made me. And if, and honestly, out of all the people in the entire world, there's only one me. Like, I need to, I need to knock some sense into my brain because it says I question all the time. Why did you make me look this way without realizing that I was insulting the art? the artist made mm. <laughs> i was like girl who don't that? even who wrote that <laughs> but Ooh. no yeah because growing up i dealed with a lot of bullying people uh, used to bully me mm. so i don't know if you can tell and you guys definitely won't tell but i have this really big white birthmark right okay so growing up people used to bully me and tell me oh you know did you put bleach on your face yeah um and at the time i had a crush on this guy but he ended up telling me, did you go to the beach and put a baño on your face and took a tan? And I'm like, no, that's my birthmark. And like, mo- there would be moments, and I can remember in school when people, I don't know if you ever, a teacher ever asked you to do this activity, but they would be like, if you can change one thing about yourself, what would it be? <gasps> yeah, they had those questions. Yeah, so I used to, and I remember vividly, like every time I would write, I wish I didn't have a birthmark on my face. I wish I didn't have it. I didn't want it. People used to make fun of me. And it's like, now with time and growing up, I'm like, yo, God chose me to have this. I'm beautiful. Like, yes, I may have my low moments and my dark moments where I'm like, "Mm, I'm not feeling myself today, but I'm beautiful because Mm -hmm. God said so. And bullying is another thing that I just despise with my life (laughs) because why are people such bullies? But anyways. Yep we're beautiful we are you're beautiful thank you you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> another thing that i always have like trouble or dealing with um with this darkness is like 
I feel like it's like on and on. You know, you never have that. Like it's always like on and on. Like it's gonna get worse, or this yeah. is gonna, this is haunting me.、Mm-hmm. You know, but something that I realized is that it's not permanent. I was literally,、mm-hmm. I was literally like, it literally says in the verse. It says the light shines in the dark, and the dark has never extinguished it. Has never. So in the past it never, and in the future it will never. never. Yep. It will never. So it's like, what? Like what? Like it's just it's crazy. And today, a lot of people are scared of sharing their darkness.、Mm-hmm. They're scared of like, hey, I've been depressed. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a re- I'm like a huge person who doesn't like. Sharing their emotions because、mm-hmm. I'm always scared of being rejected、yeah. or being made fun of. Because、mm-hmm. in the past, when I did, that was what that happened. Was whiplash, yeah. You know, so yeah. I, when I feel distance or when I feel like, um, just, just like alone, and I, I'm holding everything in. Or apart or different. Yeah, yeah. like it's just. Mm-mm. This is like just me, and because I'm keeping it to myself, it feels so permanent.、Mm-hmm. You know, it feels、yeah. so permanent. In the movie, The Shack,、mm-hmm. he was doing that trauma thing in the boat, and he feels like he's sinking.、Yeah. And legit, he feels like he's sinking. Wow. Jesus, like, breathe.、Mm. Just breathe, bro. Jesus Christ, looking at you, and he's just saying, "Breathe, bro." I'm a, I'm a cry.、Yeah. Like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no, and what you said about like accountability is so important, and it is true. It is true. Accountability is so, so helpful. And、mm-hmm. you know, the church that I am going now,、uh, like Faith Assembly, has really shown me about that. Yeah. You know, they really show me about accountability、yeah. and how the importance is because you know I feel like God has really blessed us with community.、Yeah. You know, He really blessed、so、us.、Important. It、it's、is.、So、important in a walk, like in your walk with Christ, it's always so important to have people who will lift you up when you're falling. Yeah.、Like、whenever you know you want to get through something and you just can't, you need people there encouraging you. Like, girl, you can do this.、Mm-hmm. Man, you can do this. Like, you're equipped. You know, God wouldn't have put you in this situation if you couldn't get through it. You know. Exactly. And so, it's just, and I feel like it's like a constant, re- like you have to constantly remind yourself, like. I can do this.、Mm-hmm. I can get through this. This is only temporary. Yeah.、Um, this is not forever. My、mm-hmm. life isn't always gonna be miserable. Like I'm not always gonna be struggling. Like there's gonna come a point. And what we were saying in the beginning, there will be light at the end of the tunnel. There is light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to push through, get through, like, and have that mentality. Like God is gonna get me through this. I'm gonna get through this. Yeah. Like, Yes, I see darkness and darkness, and I see negativity and negativity, and I'm having anxiety attacks. I'm having stress. I'm having depression. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You push through. You get through. Like, and like, now that I'm, I haven't even seen the movie, but now I'm like trying to quote the movie. Like, that he's like, you know, breathe. I got you. I'm here.、Mm-hmm. I'm here, and you're you're gonna get through this. Yeah.、And、I think that's so good. Yo, um, so I was writing. Cause I I write a lot of things and I was writing about how to be depressed, but not to be how to be depressed, depression with God,、mm-hmm. right? Yes. And I was writing about that. And I was like, that's so interesting, being depressed、mm-hmm. and allowing God and to be like, with you. Bro, I feel like church doesn't align those things together. No, they don't. They don't at all. Yeah, at all. And then 
after like two days i had a whole week of depression like wow. legit a whole week of depression i stayed at home i had i was in bed all the time i had no motivation yeah. i was crying all night la 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 and then when i wrote that topic i was like you know what even though i'm gonna be depressed i'm gonna allow god to be with mm-hmm. me with this depression i'm gonna allow god to be with me so i was reading scriptures that encouraged me i was reading scriptures of how god sees in me Mm -hmm. you know and that helped me so much because like yeah i feel so down and i feel like i'm so like i have no emotion at all but i have company yeah this is the god who loves me Mm -hmm. this is the god who has promise with me and god yeah. even though i don't feel nothing or i feel like there's no tomorrow i know that you're here yeah i know that you see me i know that you can hear me yeah and i just like to get to know you more mm-hmm. so That's even though so i'm stuck in this room i have jesus with me yeah. and when i learned about that i was like i don't like i always felt like i had to wait you know i just had to wait to be at the end of the tunnel but it's like if you just accept like if you just accept him and you're like you know what can you wait with me mm-hmm. and you pray about that god can you wait with me he'll be like of course yeah. i would yeah. <laughs> like of course i mean yeah. this is why i'm here mm-hmm. this is why i tell you that when you're praying open your heart this is mm-hmm. why i'm telling you that you should be vulnerable with me mm-hmm. confess everything in your mind mm-hmm. even though i know it exactly even though he knows what's going on he knows what your thoughts are but he actually wants to hear you say it yeah and i feel like there's some freedom in that like when you talk about it yeah. like it's so hard to keep things in coming from someone who doesn't also like to speak about anything yeah. i'm like i'll just i'll deal with this i'll get i'll get through this like no sometimes it's good to open up your mouth and start talking about the situation or the things that you're going through mm-hmm. and like even if it's just praying to god like i think in a way while you're talking you start realizing like yeah this is what i'm feeling mm-hmm. yeah this is what i'm going through mm-hmm. and i'm gonna get through but that's so good that's so good that's so good (laughs) it's crazy like once you start it's like yeah i live i live by this thing where whenever i'm having moments where i'm doubting myself and i'm like i don't know how this is gonna be possible Mm -hmm. i i do this thing where i'm like for any every negative thought that i have Mm -hmm. i add it with i end it with something positive i like that like i for example when i am like i don't see how this is gonna happen no, but God is going to make a way. Okay. Mm, I don't feel pretty. No, but God made me beautiful. Because mm-hmm. it says it in his word. And I and it, and I find that very helpful. Because sometimes it's like, you're attacking your negative thoughts with something positive. Yeah. Like, you think you're going to ruin me and give me something negative? No, then I'm going to say something positive about it. Yeah. And it's always so helpful. And I literally, I always, and I, I do that whenever I'm like going through, when I'm in my head. Because mm-hmm. I'm in my head a lot. Like, I'm trying to think of another situation where I would be like that. Um, Let me see. Oh, I'm not qualified. I don't have the talent. No, but you do. Mm -hmm. God gave you that talent. Yeah. You can sing because God gave it to you. You can write because God gave you that talent. Yeah. You know, you can do it. You're qualified. And and there's this quote, and I hear it all the time, and I'm like, ugh, sometimes I'm so tired of that quote. But it's true. Like, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Ooh. So you don't have to feel like you're qualified to do something. No. He calls you, and then he qualifies you. 
Same with Paul. Mm-hmm. You think out of all people, Paul, I mean Saul, going from killing and Christians, killing and persecuting Christians to becoming Paul, saving and reaching out people out to people to save yeah. them, you know? Mm-hmm. And like it's so good. It is. <laughs> it really is. Like, yeah. uh okay. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> one thing I do want to like acknowledge is that one thing that really helped me with my darkness um, is that I didn't had to put myself, I didn't, like when I fall, I always put myself to catch, you know? But like once I like scrap myself out and put God as my foundation, bro, I always bounce back up. Yeah. I always bounce yeah. back up. And that's something so important. Yes. When you're dealing with darkness because like where's your tunnel? My tunnel always been shaky. My tunnel has mm-hmm. always been like this loose worm mm-hmm. that just doesn't know where is the light. Like I don't yeah. know. Oops, sorry. I don't know where the light is. Bro, Jesus is the light. God is the light, you know? Mm-hmm. Heaven is the light. And once you put that foundation with God, that tunnel is a path mm-hmm. that he planned for you mm-hmm. and once you decide on, on putting that and following yeah. that and you're just like okay god this is my darkness mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it spreads yeah. from east to west god got you mm-hmm. god got you mm-hmm. i felt like because of my darkness it's too much for him to handle mm. who says such a lie bro That's god has no idea. limits no why are you putting He's limits never lost the battle like why are you putting limits to god yeah. i was like who told you that i was like i don't know it's my darkness yeah it's my darkness mm-hmm. because i i hold it to myself and i felt like no one can never no one can ever take mm-hmm. this away from me wow. because it's too much to handle wow. yet god was like i had no limit just a faith as small as a mustard seed yep. if you say the mountain will move it, it will move mm-hmm. nothing is impossible nothing will be impossible mm-hmm. girl what yeah so i was like Mm-mm. i could never do that again i was like i will never doubt you lord i yeah. will never put a limit to you because you have already shown me how faithful you are and no matter the situation you have shown me to take out of that situation yeah. So what makes me be the judge of that? Mm-hmm. So, that's so I always feel like that's so important to have. Mm-hmm. So important for you to remi- remember that. I have a very bad memory. <laughs> so I would always have to like reassure myself. Yeah. You know, reassure who God is. And that's why it's so important for me to like start the day reading the Bible. Even though I read Psalms so many times. That's good though. <laughs> or <Yeah>. Proverbs. <laughs> the basic things that you learned when you were a child yeah. but it's because the word is internal mm-hmm. while this word while this world is temporary yeah. Yeah. so i always feel like that's important that's so good that it reminds is. me of like there's moments in people's life and even my life where i'm yeah. like going through so many things and i'm like oof i'm too dirty for god <gasps> i'm yes. too unclean i've made way too many mistakes god don't love me and it's like that is such a lie from the mm-hmm. devil. Like, that's such a lie from the enemy because God already knew that. Mm-hmm. God already knew you were going to make the mistakes you did. God already knew that you were going to go through what you went through. And yet, he still saw something in you. He yeah. still saw, like, you know, I'm going to make her my worship leader. Or I'm going I'm to allow her to write a book, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people who aren't Christians, 
kind of live with that perspective like god don't want me i've already done too many mistakes in my life for god to want me and that's such a lie like if only everyone can just hear what we're saying and it's like there is nothing you could have done to separate you from his love nothing mm-hmm. and it's it just makes me want to get out of here and start preaching to the world to the streets. <laughs> no good 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 <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's the truth. Like it is. Uh, like giving everyone this message of hope. Yeah. There's hope. Mm-hmm. There's love. There's forgiveness. Like, girl, make this. You're making me want to get out of here and start preaching the word. Like, <laughs> but, but it's so yeah. good. And it's so good to know those things. You know? It is. It's really is important. And it's reassure. Like it's good to be, rem- like reminded. Of yeah. Those things. Or like reassured that you are loved exactly you know, that you're not alone mm-hmm. that you, you know god is there mm-hmm. he's listening and I, oh my gosh that reminds me i went through a season of my life where i'm like why am i even praying he's not listening to me i feel like i'm just talking to the wall i literally said that and i'm like i'm not gonna pray wow and i'm not gonna there's no point he doesn't listen to me and it's like Years later, I'm like, so that was such a lie. How is it that he's not listening to you? He is listening to you. Look where you are right now. Yeah. Look what everything he brought you through. How he provided for you. Mm -hmm. How can you say he doesn't hear you? And it's like, that was such a liar. And he's such a deceiver. And he will do anything for anybody to be pushed away from God. Exactly. When God is literally our lifeline. Mm -hmm. We can't live without him. Yeah. Sometimes I, like... When I went through seasons of my life where I was hurt by the church and just, like, wanted nothing to do with church, I'm like, now looking back that I'm in church again, I'm like, how did I even go through my life without God? Mm. How did, how, how, how am I standing, how am I here talking to you guys, you know? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I, like, I like talking about these things, so thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. <laughs> well... I'm way over my limit, but um, I really like talking to you, so I'm so happy that I I got you in this podcast and, you know, talking about this topic because I always feel like these topics are so important. They are. But the most important part is to, like, to get it to be heard, you know, mm-hmm. to be heard. And, and understood, too. To be understood. So, so, you've been heard and you've been understood thank so you thank me. you so much for coming <laughs> no, i'm so blessed it's thank you honor. god he always comes through with amazing people mm-hmm. and i just love hearing your story and i Girl, i support you i support <laughs> you so much with captivated guys please buy it it's so good oh. um <laughs> and thank you guys for listening yeah. i'm so blessed for having you guys and i hope that um this helps you encourage yourself um to know you're not alone and to know that there is this god who loves you just the way you are and he wants to be your light in the darkness Mm. so this is the m movement i'm the maris and i hope to hear you soon okay bye Bye.